They said great, paved the way, chase the rain, release the pain, least you sane, getting paid, trend setting, brighter days, dope rap, tight as set, high and deadly, I'm a fighter jet, journey can't. Hey everyone, another edition of the Urban Wrestling Network. I'm Rob K of the MLW Confusion Podcast. With me today is the always magnificent Muffins Martinez. We're going to break down the world of MLW. Uh, they came off a banger of a pay-per-view, at least in my humble opinion. Feel free to disagree with me. That's why God invented comment sections below. So, um... Yeah, I think we should just go ahead and jump right in because not a whole lot happened outside of the event as of right now. Um, so we're going to jump in. First match first match was uh, you know, a lot of fun, I thought. It was the Chamber of Horrors match. The second gear crew consisting of Vance Warner and Matthew Justice taking on calling members Jeff Cannonball and Talon. What did you think, Muffins? Hey, man. I usually do not get into these type of matches, but for some reason I got into this match. Matthew Justice surprised me with some of the moves that he was doing there. I mean, Talon, or I'm sorry, uh, Cannonball took a lot of a lot of bumps, especially when they put the pumpkin <laughs> on top of his head. I wouldn't fit, and they still pushed it down. That probably hurt the most out of anything in that match, really. Yeah, so so that was that was the funny part. And then the ending, I was like, God, don't do that. Don't do that same ending. WCW Halloween Havoc when Abdullah the Butcher got electrocuted to end the match. That was the same way they ended this talent getting electrocuted. And he he got he they killed him. Basically, he died just like Abdullah the Butcher died back in 2000 or whenever that Halloween Havoc show happened. And I'm thinking to myself, well, I guess you know you could still do the same finishes 20 years later and if people don't remember it'll be the first time they've seen it but i was like oh my god they did do the butcher finish and they uh, killed talent he got electrocuted he's dead uh, uh low-key this was one of the matches i was really looking forward to because the original chamber of horrors match which i think is in 1991 but don't hold me to that one either um was terrible in the best way possible uh, especially when you throw in like some of wcw's uh you know uh, camera gaffes of like blatantly catching the lever that had already fallen down and whatnot so at least mlw didn't do that but i yeah. was you know very curious to see what kind of schlock we were going to get out of it and then also i'm a big fan of just wild brawls too so i knew with the four individuals in this match it was going to be that uh i did not i definitely didn't expect a coast to coast somersault yes. sent on though yes. like that that was bloody amazing yes. and i don't yeah, know that, like, that, that halloween havoc was back in 91 yeah oh wow okay yeah shit. but wow, uh, man, that is yeah wow okay i didn't think you were i i was thinking like 2000 for some reason or something there but 91 definitely takes it back more Oh yeah, uh, but yeah. times a circle. You know, everything old is new again, and yeah. and yeah, yeah, to, exactly. to yeah. and really uh, for this pay per view, uh, if you guys haven't seen it, definitely check it out. Uh, MLW borrowed heavily from uh, WCW, actually from like that specific Halloween Havoc anyway, but the Chamber of Horrors match, yeah. uh, they had tombstones and all that good stuff set up in the entryway, which I I, I love. Stupid oh, yeah. set pieces like yeah. that, so that was great. They even had a shout out to Sean Ross Sap because he died because he 
leaked the wrong information. Um, and then yeah, we had a Halloween Phantom too. I, I, I like the entrance and how everything was set up. So yeah, I, I enjoyed how the wrestlers came out and everything was set up nice. I thought, okay, you know, it's a nice Halloween themes, even though it's the 14th of October, nowhere yeah. near Halloween, but hey. You know, if you can't get the venue, you know, that close, then, you know, so be it. Um, but yeah, I thought the match was a lot of fun. Like I didn't yeah. expect a five-star classic coming out of it. And I can definitely also see where fans may not enjoy the match because it was definitely kind of a niche tongue in cheek thing uh, going on. Uh, but I, I definitely enjoyed it. It was, it was good. Um, yeah, like the only thing like I could, like I would make a complaint about is that like cannibal no selling some of those chair shots. Like, yeah. He got concertoed and he was still on his feet. Like I, I don't care how big you are. Like yeah, uh, Man, Mance Warner and awesome. Matthew Justice are pretty big dudes too. Yeah. I mean, they just don't happen to weigh four hundred pounds. But yeah. you know, Man- Mancer's just a couple inches shorter than I am, and he's pretty stocky. And the Justice is pretty stacked too. Um, yeah, when you get hit like that, you have to go down, man. At least. Yeah, yeah, and I know they're, I know they're trying to put Cannonball over as you know the behemoth of the calling or at least this iteration of the calling but you know that but that's a minor complaint compared to the rest of the match like it didn't it didn't take me out of the moment it didn't you know it didn't ruin anything for me because you know there's so much other stuff going on though i did think it was interesting and i don't know if this this is any bit of foreshadowing but while alan was still in chair twitching i noticed that cannonball just tapped off or he just left out in the chair. He didn't like come check on him. Didn't yeah. That, didn't they, do anything. They left them there. They left them for dead. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Nobody knew what happened to until next tapings. Yeah. But uh, but other than that, yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed the match. I thought it was a lot of fun. And hey, mark it on the calendar. Uh, yeah. Muffins enjoyed what should have been a garbage match. <laughs> I will shock myself. I, I'll be honest because I even I even told my brother. He's sitting there watching. I said, I'm actually enjoying this match. Yeah, so he was zero surprised too. Yeah, it, it was a lot of fun, I thought. Um, going to the next match, going to the other end of the spectrum was the title for title. Uh, I don't want to call it a unification match because it's not a unification, but my brain is broken. Uh, CMML uh, yes. Historic Welterweight Championship versus MLW Middleweight Championship. Yes. First signing of the new Promotione Dorada. Rocky Romero taking on the callings Akira. Um, just for me, starting the party. Like I, this this match, I feel is a coming out party for Akira. Yeah, uh, I've been a fan of Akira for a, a, quite a bit now, and I've no, and he hasn't been able to show it, but I've been aware of it. But like the dude can wrestle, and MLW's just been kind of like showing him off in these brawls, and he's finally got to show like where the catch in catch death comes into play, um, and like. He he was actually over with the crowd too. The crowd was really behind him. Like we t- we talked about how the calling is goes over like a wet fart, and like this was not the case for Akira. And he was in full on almost babyface mode. Like he hulked up. Uh, wh- later on, when we had shenanigans uh, with the other gas mask goons, like he kind of called them off Selena, which I yeah. thought was interesting. Which also kind of like for- may foreshadow what's going on later in the show and can be in the future but it seemed like a cure was really out to like show that this he could do this on his own and well spoiler it didn't quite work that way but like dude dude just showed he should be he could be a major he could be a main event player in mlw if he sticks around 
I, I, I have not been a fan of Akira since he came in with the calling because everything that I've seen has been nothing but just brawling and all that kind of nonsense match. This match surprised me and turned my opinions about him to a positive because I actually saw him wrestle and I'm like, wow, this dude can actually wrestle and he can actually put on a show. Like this whole match, like Rocky Romero looked amazing. Akira looked amazing. It was perfect motion, no hiccups, no no stumbles, no, it was just this perfect, nice match. I mean, even when Salina Salina went outside and beat the shit out of the two guys with the with the stick, the calling, I thought for a second, I thought she was gonna turn on Rocky for a minute. Yeah. I actually thought she was gonna turn on him for a minute, but it never happened. Rocky, you know, came out and got the win. Now he's got two belts. Now he held he has up to Friday to Rampage uh or AEW to wrestle uh Mystico from CMLL. So everybody now is trying to jump into this cross promoting, trying to you know go into Mexico and try to bring some of these guys over Japan. And I'm here for it. I love it. I was surprised Rocky won, to be honest with you. I was surprised. I thought Akira would have won, but yeah, now they take that title to Mexico, and, and we'll see if maybe we get to see, you know, one of the guys from MLW go out there to Mexico, see an ML show, and, and see what happens. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'm hoping it happens. Yeah. I'm, I'm I, hoping it does happen. I'm, I'm actually surprised that Rocky won. I figured either A, Akira would win, or B, it would be some sort of schmoz and yes. it would get thrown out and so everybody got to keep their belts. And I just say this not because Rocky doesn't deserve it, but one, I, do, I did kind of question how long Rocky was going to be around just because uh, he he has so much going on. Oh, God, Again, yes. he, he's, he's, he's uh, t- for those of you not aware, he's one of the main talent uh, liaisons from New Japan, in addition to being an active wrestler in both New Japan, CMML, and now AEW. Um, like, so yeah, the dude's all over the place. So I didn't know if, he, like, yeah. if this would be a one-off for him just for because you can't be I mean, everywhere. He, he, at once. I, I think I mean he, I think I even seen him wrestle a couple of times in Impact, right? Probably. Yeah. So and, yeah. But I mean, it doesn't. But I guess it shouldn't surprise me because he does have history in MLW. He has popped up for yeah. spots here and there. Um, and of course, he's a great get for promotion on his Dorada. And they started off like really their first real match with a bang, too. Um, and Selena even showing that she, you know, she's she is going to be even more hands on yes. than she may have been before, uh, yes. getting involved and in getting involved physically which the one thing i didn't like is i didn't like that she actually ran off the calling dudes the callings is supposed to be like these bad like bloodthirsty dudes and then they got run off by selena but she showed that you cannot one you cannot mess with a woman right dude you cannot mess with a puerto rican one with a stick <laughs> so you know it's either you get beat up with a chunkla which is a uh, uh you know a uh, flip-flop or... yeah flip-flop or you get what up with it with a kendo stick or something she just showed I already have the candle sticks in the chocolate any day. So that just that just put that just made sure that she's there. She's a true player. She's gonna be here. And Rocky Romero brought gold into Promocina Dorado since first gold since the the, the the parks had it like two, three years ago when she was there. So I was happy for this. Yeah, I mean it it was all around great match and like yes. I, this might be my match of the night honestly oh, for sure. 
like I just again just the comment like all all of the drama that came around it and again like you know as i said i've always been a fan of akira like i may have been like the sole voice of like yay akira on this yes. year's show uh but tonight or that uh, saturday night he you know showed every he, he proved his Definitely. doubters Definitely. and so i and i'm really excited to see where where he's going from from there um but we'll, we'll this is not the last we'll see of Akira spoiler alert, so we'll keep moving on. <laughs> uh, speaking of the calling, our uh, as well, our next match is uh, for the national openweight championship. Spin the wheel, make the deal. More WCW 1991. The one called Manders takes on the calling's Ricky Shane Page. I was really hoping that, like, if they're going to go full call a callback, I was really kind of hoping for a coal miners glove match. But, you know, whatever. Uh, I was also hoping for, uh, you know, loser has to be nice to me since Manders is kind of a dick. Or, you know, a loser has to drink a good beer because neither of those gentlemen drink good beer. Um, but I didn't think the last two would actually happen at all. That was just me being a neckbeard. Um, I just thought out of all the different options, false count anywhere match was the one that came up. I'm like, really? Out of all the things they could think of, that's the one that they came out with. I'm like, okay, whatever. Well, and I think at a certain level, you didn't want to go too crazy with the gimmick, especially since we had the Chamber of Horrors there. Either we didn't want to get like necessarily too creative or do anything that would, I don't know, liken itself to the Chambers of Horrors match, even though like there's not a whole lot like it, but I could see where they just... I don't know, maybe wanted to keep it quasi-tameish or at least cut down on some of the weapons usage after that yeah, match. Yeah, just yeah. just 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 for the sake of being different. Um yeah. but yeah, false count anywhere. Like the big thing that came out of this match is that we never like, we didn't get to see the match technically in its entirety. The match started, our competitors went to the back, and then Yeah. They just decided they couldn't send a camera down uh, after him for a bit, and like I thought they were going to swerve us because they didn't want us to see like gorilla position, which that's fine. Don't let us see where the magic happens. But I figured like after like thirty seconds of babbling on, like they would cut to the back and like, oh, here they are, and like, no, we just went to our next match. Um, yeah, just like that. Yes, I was surprised. I was shocked. I'm like, what the hell did just happen here? Yeah, and then we had like two more matches. Before we got uh, got the uh, the finish of this here match, we got like little like little chunks of like, yeah. oh, they're in the electrical area. Yes. Oh, they're in the ring truck. Yes, like, yes. Like, uh, but we, but we'd only get like a minute or two of action. I'm surprised we didn't hit the basement of the venue. Oh, they're in the bathroom. Somebody just oh. got flushed. Oh, it could have been. Uh, was it? Uh, was it? Ha was it Hammer and Pagano? Was it? Yeah, Somebody yeah, fought on yes, the roof. Yes, Someone yeah. fought on the roof of the venue. Yes, <laughs> like, yes, but yeah, yeah. When they were yeah, in when Mexico. They were in Mexico. Yeah, like the little like, girl, we, we, the little girl in the other building. You could see the little girl like screaming and running into the house. Yeah, <laughs> like, that was the best like, shot I ever seen when I saw that. Th there was some stuff that they could have done that like, maybe would have been more creative besides just clubbing each other in a new room. Um, but like you know, and I don't want to like, I don't want to poop on the match too terribly much because for what it was bell like bell to eventually bell like it was serviceable uh but i think they just really tried to get over this gimmick of false count anywhere which i feel it defeats the purpose of it if you if we can't watch the entire match and the crowd was definitely not enthused oh, no, no, no. With, with it because i think they even figured if the match left the ring side area that they would get watch it on the tron or whatnot and yeah, once that's what i thought and, 
And once Stephen D'Angelis got into the ring and started announcing the next match, like the, the boos were very much audible until yeah. the next batch of music hit. Uh, so I do kind of like feel bad for Manners and Ricky Shane Page because like what could what would have been a serviceable match is going to be overshadowed by this questionable production decision. Well, I was happy with the next match because I was thinking to myself, like, what the hell just happened? But then the next match was damn the actual. And I was okay. I'm, I'm fine with this now. Yeah, I mean, uh, so we'll go right into it. Uh, so while they were brawling around, uh, our next match is Delmi Exo versus the MLW Halloween Phantom. Yes. I was wrong. I thought they were going to resurrect Rick Rude because he was the WCW <laughs> Halloween Phantom. Um, but instead, our Phantom, a member of Promotionis Dorada, is one Janai Kai. And I was disappointed that she didn't come out as like an actual Phantom. She just came out as... Jinai Kai and wow, kicked dude, face. That was, but like that's like I I didn't see that coming at all. Ooh. I mean I'm not disappointed. Uh, Jinai is one of my favorite uh, yes. uh, fa- favorite uh, female independent wrestlers. Um, and actually, when we were brainstorming our short list of who could be a f- the first female member of the Beaumayes, she uh, uh, she was on my list. She was yeah. like number two after Jordan Blade. Um, because just because of how her style is uh but yeah and just to add to the insanity like we had a good match yeah oh, God. Uh, delmi friend of the show delmi and exo unfortunately did not retain the title um but she put up a valiant fight a couple of those kicks were that she took were pretty rough like one i don't know how much was like real or how much of it was just really good sell uh, selling but when delmi was on the ring apron and she took that kick to the ribs yeah after like she like act like that wasn't a yell like that was a bellow like that was like that was low and deep like it came directly from the lungs and like oh well after after the match and now Janai Kai is the new featherweight champion I had two questions right there when that happened one is she signed with MLW for her to win the title because I was like whoa hold up I never seen something like before that somebody just comes in and wins the title and not even announce that she's signed. And two, she kind of beat the crap out of out of Delmi Exo too. Like Delmi didn't have the, too much offense in this match at all. So I was like, yeah. kind of like, okay, like what is going on here? Yeah, I like I'm not I'm not terribly surprised Delmi lost because I figure like it just how the promotional packages were leading up to this point like delmi didn't really figure much into the promotional uh, promotion too really? much of it. it's it's been all like it's all been becca like they're becca this becca that yeah. becca so and love doug and so, so thinking becca would have won but she didn't even yeah. she wasn't even part of yeah. the match and Be- becca is now you know on house arrest and, and <laughs> or uh prevented from wrestling by her record label yes. um so like i kind of feel like i wonder i kind of like i half wonder if Janai is kind of like a placeholder. I don't necessarily not a full on a placeholder. Like they'll do something with her, but I wonder if they just kind of went like, well, let's have a title change anyway, and we'll we'll give it to Janai. And so we'll see see what happens. Like I'm hoping Delmi sticks around, but considering like how little she's been involved, kind of like with with the promotional packaging and whatnot. Uh, the lack of like updated promos and whatnot, I, I wouldn't surprise me if she's done for a bit, especially with her uh, with her uh, obligations with Ger- uh, in Germany because she's been doing the international travel over yeah, there, yep, yep. and then she's also uh, 
for those of you who may have missed it, she's also running her own promotion uh, out in Massachusetts as well, Pro yep. Wrestling Grind, yep. um, which is actually like the reason one of the reasons she missed last month's MLW is like some uh, like they both had a show at the same time. Um, and what's great about this is that now Promociones Dorado has their second title of the night, now being a the featherweight title, and they have mentioned earlier in the night that another Japanese star was coming in, Miyu Yamashita was coming in, which now makes me wonder of the match coming up next month being between Janai Kai against Miyu. Because if that's going to happen, that's going to be a kick fest. So oh, yeah. Both of those ladies are nothing but kick demons. <laughs> it's going to be uh, ugly kick. in the best way possible. Yes. It's going to be nothing but kicking everything around. Somebody's definitely going to get their, their head kicked off in that mm-hmm. match. So I'm hoping that that match is what's going to happen. I mean, it's not 100% in stone, but after seeing Janaikai win the title, I'm like, okay. Now I think we're going to go into that match now against her. Yeah. So, which I'm hoping that what actually happens. Yeah. And I mean, just thinking about it logistically, like as much as a boon Janaikai coming in is, there's still not much of a women's division overall right now too and so like yes we're, we're bringing in someone from japan with some name value as the continued part of partnership uh with the new japan family um but like other our other options really are you know delmi which we're not sure if she's which we may not be sure if she's sticking around janai kai who's the most obvious bet becca who's on the shelf uh tiara james which i'm like no offense to her but i'm not sure if I like that would, I don't know if she's ready for that yet, at least in terms no. of card placement. Yeah, definitely, um, definitely like, not ready for that. You know, so, so really, who else are you going to do unless you're going to bring someone else in to have that yeah, match? De- definitely too green for her yet. Yeah. And I'm just thinking, even just name value alone. Yeah. You know, like, like, no offense to TR, but when you do something like, like that, like you're going to, you're just going to expect it to be a squash. And then if, if it's an upset happens, like, yes, she can be made, but a lot of us are just going to be like, what was that? Like, why would yeah. you do that? Why would you bring in someone of such name value just to dump yeah. on them? Exactly. But uh, speaking of bringing people in from Japan, Ooh. next match. Yes. Angry Murder Grandpa, yes. Minoru Suzuki, taking yes. on Jacob Fatu. Uh, I, love, I love myself some Murder Grandpa. Um, you know, this match was everything we expected it to be, and the crowd was so hyped for it. They were, they were already chant, uh, chanting, this is awesome, and giving us our first fecal chant of the evening. And they hadn't even locked up yet. Like, they yes. were just standing across <laughs> from each other, and the crowd was just eating it up. Yes, and Suzuki yeah. just has like such presence about him to begin with uh, that he he can just stand there and not even make a face. Where there's you know and Fatu, you know not not to take anything away from Fatu, obviously this is one of the marquee matchups you could do, um, but you know this this is just the spectacle of seeing Suzuki. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's amazing the how famous Suzuki is when he comes into town. I mean, Tuesday night, he was wrestling an AEW uh, belt night or whatever, night of the belts against uh, uh, Eddie Kingston. Friday night, he was House of Glory. And then Saturday night, he's wrestling against Jacob Fatu. So if anybody, you know, if, if you live in New York for those two last two matches, you would have seen them back-to-back nights. But 
I love this match. It was hard hitting. And, and I'll be honest, I was surprised Miss uh, Suzuki won, you know, because that just what I think now was like two losses in a row for Jacob for two in the pay per views now. Back yeah. to back. And but, I'm kind of surprised because usually uh, Suzuki ends up, and when he, at least when he's in America, it usually puts over talent yeah, as well. So like they, they kind of like they they use him, you know, they let their talent get the win over him. Usually in very good matches. Not to say that yes. they're just jobbing him out, but yes. like it's usually a hard hitting affair that ultimately the talent who wins deserves it. Like looking at the Eddie Kingston match, there was a point where for nearly a solid consecutive minute, Suzuki was getting chopped. in that match so like Eddie Kingston earned it because Suzuki just stood there for a solid minute just taking blow after the blow to the uh, chest and lower neck area um so the same thing you know applies to this match it was hard hitting it it was it was a showcase for both these guys I was surprised Suzuki won because I definitely figured they was going to they would give it to Fatu um but you know I'm not going to complain about Suzuki winning because I, I honestly I, I was rooting for him more than Fatu. I'm a bigger Suzuki fan than I am to Fatu. <laughs> yes. uh, again I, I love me some murder grandpa. Yeah, um, and awesome actually awesome and the thing and the thing I'll put over here too um the commentary uh the com- uh Joe Dombrowski and Matt Stryker were on their game for this match. Uh you know I know Stryker is very hit and miss like he like he can be kind of annoying and kind of like turn you off of things, but like when he's on his game, yeah, he can be like he, he's, but it depends on where he's at at any given moment. Uh, but when he's on his game, he is low key one of the best out there. And him and Joe called that match amazing, really put over Fatu and his achievements and how much this match could mean to him. It yeah. put over, you know, they put and they really put over like. Oh, it's been like Suzuki doesn't get rocked this hard this early in a match. He doesn't get knocked down this early in a match. Like, say what you say what you want about you know Fatu, but he's bringing to Suzuki early, and there's a legit sense of danger going on right now. And you know they also they also and they also put over Suzuki for his 30 years of you know yeah. high level professional wrestling as one of the inventors of Pan Crace, the modern precursor to most of our. Uh, MMA promotions nowadays, most notably UFC, yeah, um, yeah. and so like I the like the uh, so what was already going to be an amazing match just in the ring, uh, you know, Striker and Joe took it up to the next level, uh, especially compared to like the rest of the matches. Like the, not not to say that the commentary was bad the rest of the show, but like they, they went from like five to ten almost instantly. Yeah, and people forget that Suzuki was like one of those early guys that were fighting MMA style before he became into this big craze the last like what five years. So I mean, twenty years ago he was out there in his thirties, you know, fighting that type of style, and we didn't care about it because nobody cared about MMA back then. Yeah, yeah. At that point, like at that point, what was the grandfather of MMA was basically starting in Japan. Um. And but yeah, the dude's going out there and having these kind of matches yeah. in his fifties. Yes, and that's even know, more amazing. Yeah, just that and just the hits he's taking at that age. Like a lot of our guys that are in their fifties, like are may still be having like good matches, but they're not not taking that kind of beating or not taking that kind of beating consistently. And as you pointed out, Suzuki wrestled three three matches that week, which is kind of a heavy workload for any wrestler out there. And then again, working his style where he get where he hits hard and gets hit hard. 
yeah, as, as well as just, you know, for him to do yeah, it at a high level. Didn't, didn't they finish the SRP match after Amanda's after this, right? Yeah, that that's, yeah. So, so our little, like, I, I, I was kind of worried, like, overall, because, like, we had all these bangers, and sometimes, especially before a main event, you need something to kind of, like, cleanse the palate and bring you down. And, like, this is where the hardcore, the Falls County Anywhere match for the National Openweight Championship kind of came back into play uh so we're wrapping so we're wrapping this match up and wouldn't you know like we've been kind of calling free up to this point and then here's akira just he just sauntered i i, I love it because he just sauntered to the ring like he didn't there was no sense of urgency or anything he just, he just walked to the ring with a smug look on his face and manders being the idiot that he is just instantly went after him even though he was just wandering ringside he didn't even like come at anybody and manders is throws and this is a lariat um and then ricky shane page uses akira for a meat shield and kind of yes. shoves him uh, shoves him off to manders who takes his head off uh allowing enough of a distraction for ricky to hit a ddt on the on the unprotected floor to pick up the victory so ricky shane page wins the match also interesting stat that i keep forgetting to throw out there the one called manders has never beaten ricky shane page in, oh. in, uh, except for one match, which he had the second gear crew and John Moxley on his side. Oh wow! Okay. <laughs> so in a, a four-on-four match, he beat Ricky Shane Page, um, but all their other encounters, uh, Ricky has won or yeah, the calling has won, etc. So well, and, uh, continuing and, the trend. Yeah, and the interesting thing is that he keeps the national title, right? National open yeah. title, open weight, and he's also half of the tag team champion with Akira. So yeah, and interesting going yeah. forward. How they're going to work together after all this mess from Saturday yeah. night. And for those who missed it, after the match, Akira's like, "Dude, what was that? You right. done shoved me." And Paige is like, "Whatever, man. I did what I needed to." And and then like shoved Akira back to the yeah. ground and walked <laughs> off. So we definitely have. So we definitely have a schism brewing. In the calling, which is Muffin says, like it's also very interesting because, in addition to the singles gold that both members had, or at least had up until this pay per view, they were both the, they are both the world tag team champions yes. as well. So they, at a certain level, are going to be forced to continue to coexist until we figure out what's what's going on here. You in the same group called the yeah. calling, so yeah, also all the wise. So even if they if this was a possible expelling of Akira, like they still are going to be stuck together until they drop that uh, drop the title. Oh, they turn on him. Uh, yeah, like that's I, I'm curious. So I'm definitely curious to see how this is going. Um, so Akira was already acting like a face before, and if he has the calling going against him, like that's just going to further like bring, bring well, the crowd up on him. The way that the fans treated him Saturday night, he he might be twisting around because I'm pretty sure out of everybody there he got a real good reaction from that night from the fans. So. I, I I think honestly his reaction was probably like the fourth like the fourth loudest of anybody you know I, I think he got a better reaction than Fatu did at least initially. Oh yes yes um, I was surprised uh, too. Yeah but like the only people that got, got that bigger reactions are Suzuki which is to be expected and then our main event competitors yes. as well so but like this this is one of our big questions coming into this week's fusion is what's happening next with with the calling 
Um, but speaking of more questions than answers, our main event is next. We reference it. Bomaye for the people. Alex Kane versus last minute replacement. Filthy Tom Lawler. Uh, also banger of the match. Yep. Um, I'll let you start start the party on this one, Muffins. What did you think? Well, well, first of all, I was surprised when David Boy Smith, you know, pulled out, and then we found out what happened later on, and then they announced that it was going to be Tom, um, you know, Tom Lawler, and I'm thinking, well, them didn't the, the dude just left? Not even what? Not even a two year? years ago. Two, it's been two years already. Yeah. Oh wow, shit! So every time I think it's, I think it's time. I think it's like a year or less, or always something longer than that. So. He came back, you know, to the match, and he picked up where he left off, you know, being there. I mean, the same Tom Lawler, you know, halfway to the match, he, he pulled down his his uh, his his trunks. George George Dukes, the little Daisy Dukes on, and I'll be laughing about that. My brother loves that. He loves him because I like uh, he's always funny with those shorts. But uh, hell of a match, hard hitting match. Tom Lawler, I, I think he was brought in to for Kane to kind of elevate Kane and, and kind of make sure that Kane had a strong opponent because Tom Lawler is strong as hell. I mean, I mean that he's a strong opponent that will definitely ele- will elevate Kane's titleship championship, you know, pedigree more. And you know, the match was crazy. The ending was crazy, and then what happened afterwards was even more. Oh yeah, I wasn't expecting no that stuff afterwards. So that wasn't a whole different thing. But yeah, I, I love the match, and I love that he came in. You know, they, they got a good replacement for Dave Boy Smith. Now you know, now we'll see how long Dave Boy Smith is going to be out for, and if he does, and when he does come back, does he get a title match that he was owed? So it is going to be interesting going forward to see what happens and who comes in and stuff like that. So, yeah, uh, speedy recovery to David Boy yes. Smith. That, that was crazy going nuts. Like once we once they finally revealed the reason that he pulled out. And if you missed it, he had a severe uh, bout of appendicitis. And it turns out he's got some diverticulitis. So in addition yeah. to emergency appendectomy, he uh, lost a bit of his colon as well. So like wow. this wasn't some like kayfabe usual no. MS, uh, no uh, usual MLW bullshit. Like. No, this was legit. Like they, yeah, they life, out, like, and, life and death situation. Yeah, yeah. this was serious. Yeah, um, you know, so I mean, so is for the uh, you know, given the reason, like yeah, okay, he had to be pulled. It was, there was nothing we could do about it. Um, but it was like in my opinion, like, the, like yes, the story was there for Davy Boy and Kane, yes. but Lawler, I felt yes. elevated the match because. Davy Boy has kind of like flown under the radar, like for the most part in America, um, outside of his stint in the WWE. But like after he left the WWE, like his highest profile was really MLW, yeah. and he hasn't been, you know, a big part of MLW in a couple of years either. Um, but Lawler, on the other hand, not only does he have the MLW pedigree of being an MLW champion. Like he's out there on the indies, killing it. The New Japan Strong Champion, the inaugural New Japan Strong Champion, and then he's you know bouncing around the uh, the indies, uh, the higher level indies as well, putting on banger after banger. And the dude's and the dude comes off legit. Like he can he can go in the ring, and he just, he's one of those characters that can you know just exudes charisma about him. He he knows how to play a crowd. 
and uh, that's one and that's one of the things i love about him and this suzuki is another one who kind of does it too where like you can be kind of, he's one of those guys that like once the bell rings like he's gonna go but like because he's so tough and badass like he doesn't have to act it like he can do all this stupid stuff because it doesn't matter he's kicking your head in or choking you out um so like i i did think this elevated the match and i think this because this was this is the statement win that we've been waiting for for alex kane you know no offense to hammerstone because i mean yes winning the championship's a big deal but again like it's how how you defend the title is going to be how people remember you and no offense intended to willie mack who his match with kane was a banger but you know willie mack is you know people just don't see Willie Mack at that level for yeah. you know whatever reason despite having that talent they just don't see him as a worthy competitor whereas Lawler has gone out and shown that you know he winning some big title belts on some pretty big platforms um so yeah, like, Mack has moved on to a ring of honor light so yeah yeah um so but uh, so Lawler brought it Kane obviously brought it to match him like the match was crazy good i didn't think kane was going to lose the title don't get me wrong but the match was still oh, yeah. amazing especially that end sequence where they started like trading uh chokes or yes. runic and chokes and then they brought out the uh hyper bret hart finish from uh i think it was wrestlemania 9 uh bounce uh, bouncing off the turnbuckle and getting a pin off of, uh, off a sleeper hold yeah uh, so like that was that was great um but yeah, like the match itself, like I think it was the statement win that Alex Kane needed overall. And then, of course, the aftermath, the pure yes. chaos that come after that. Mr. Le- St. Laurent finally comes out. They teased him at the beginning, but he didn't come out with Lawler. Uh, Zack Ryder, excuse me, Matt Cardona comes out, <laughs> you know, wants the peasants to bow to the deathmatch king. Um, and is finally pretty much calling his shot for the World Heavyweight Championship, which... Like I will admit, I was wrong in my prediction. I figured he'd get the title, and they'd put him in, the, give him the title at Slaughterhouse. But it looks like we're gonna have to wait another month. Which is, or maybe you know, yeah, fight. this yeah, fight, fight land, fight, yeah, fight land, land. yeah, fight land's the next show. So it looks like fight land that that's gonna be probably be our main event off that. Unless oh, I don't think Dave Boy's coming back that soon, off of what he's gone through. Um, but yeah, so Cardona comes out, they has fight, and then the Mac Brown like it turns out Filthy Tom didn't leave the ring area and just sucker chairs mr thomas which i like i thought was hilarious because i didn't yes. I, I love stuff like that where i don't quite see what's happening all of a sudden the guy's just dead and, <laughs> and uh, just that was surprised me because once he pulled out of the ring you know he went to complain to the announcers i'm thinking okay here comes cardona now we're gonna shift from that to this here and all of a sudden like you said he goes with a chair Wow, I said, "Oh shit, hold up!" I wasn't expecting yeah. Lawler to be getting involved into this. I'm thinking it was like kind of a one-off match thing, you know, slowly get out and leave, and nobody yeah. notices you left. But I'm <laughs> loving it because that means that he's probably part of the Saint Laurent uh, crew. Yeah, the WTF. Now we'll see the WTF against the Boomerang Club, and if that happens, hey, between them two and Snisky against the Mumaya Club, sign me up. And that right there could be the main event for Fireland. It could be. Uh, yeah. Say, or nothing else. Uh, screw. There we go. Or, you know, they can keep it on the back burner or keep the feud going regardless of what what's going on with the World Championship, but keep it on the back burner and we can push that through to uh, War Chamber. Um, yeah. Which will be uh, in 
I don't think that's until the new year. Okay. Because I know, I don't, December, don't know that one. Because I think December is going to be one shot, right? Yeah, I believe so. And then didn't they already announce one for January, but they don't know the venue yet? Something like that. Uh, basically, if they if they didn't announce a venue, I'm just assuming it's not existing yet. <laughs> I'm, well, I'm hopefully, bad. hopefully it's not well, in we'll Philly go. or New York. Jesus, get out of there already! Yeah, I, I'm. Get I'm out. really. I, I. I want them to. I, I know. Uh, I know Dallas, Fort Worth has been a hotbed for them, but I. You know, I'm salivating a bit for the concept of them going coming back to Chicago, just because yes. there, there's a potential for me to go to it. Yeah, so several. That, 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 that's, 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 that's just that's just me being selfish. Yeah, well, yeah. no, and, and they had a show there before, so several I, couple of times, and yes. those places that, from on the TV aspect, with all those fans, dude, it was always packed. Well, uh, my source, my actual source, not my cat, who usually gives me my wrestling <laughs> stuff. Uh, my actual source told what, me that they... What, the, the hat? The hat? That's your source? Yeah. Uh, yeah, the deep, the deep yeah, so get, 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 get it in. Right we'll, 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 we'll double hat it. Um, no, my actual source said that they basically like they had a deal with the va- the venue that they used, and then that video that venue for wrestling purposes went exclusive. So okay. like no wrestling's coming to that venue. Uh, next to no wrestling's coming to that venue. Okay. Uh, so like they just they just don't have another place in Chicago. And I don't know if that's the entire reason they're not coming back to Chicago, uh, haven't been coming to Chicago, but that's at least one of the foregone. Well, is it the same? Is in the same place as Cicero or is whatever is pronounced? Like Cicero? Yeah, Cicero. Yeah. Because I know Impact just had a show there a couple, uh, a couple of weeks ago in Cicero, but I don't know what venue they used, though. Yeah, and I don't know. Maybe it was Impact that was cock blocking everybody. I I don't. Okay. He he wouldn't he wouldn't. Uh, my source wouldn't actually name names. He just name said they lost the venue because the venue went exclusive for okay. its sports yeah, entertainment. Yeah, Impact was there. Like I want to say a couple of weeks ago, they they were there. So and, and it may not have been the same venue. I I don't like I don't remember. Like I just had a talk with my source. It was like a month ago. We just shot the breeze because i don't i don't i don't do real journalism like i try not to <laughs> i try to stay out of the dirt honestly but yeah, we, were, we were just yeah. but we were just shooting the shit and he's got his connections in mlw and he's just like hey oh you know you do this like this is what's going on and i'm like okay noted on my invisible notepad <laughs> you know as i as i'm like hiding in like des moines iowa or getting my news because that—that's where all the news happens—is in Des Moines, Iowa. So now, out, out of a five star, what are, what did you give the show? Oh, see, I don't—I I don't do star rating, so I have to actually kind of think of this. But like, I would say, honestly, I would give it—I'd give it four. I like—I uh, could probably put if you if you put a gun to my head, I could say four point five. But uh, but the National Openweight Championship with how. Like that, how that, how they handled that, like that brought it down a bit. Yeah. And, and just like, we'll call it some smaller, like aesthetic things. Like again, um, I was disappointed that we advertised a phantom and we didn't get a phantom. Like, nope. That, that, that's, 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 that's a quarter star right there. We, we didn't get a phantom. Um, but you, what you wanted the hurt to come out it with a mask and a cape. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I, I definitely, and then, you know, and have the big whoosh. reveal. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah, like, that would have been cool. Yeah, like yeah. you don't need to be elaborate with it. Just like yeah. have a shawl over it and just you know, Dracula. Like just, it. Pretend yeah, you're yeah, Plan Nine, and and you know you're you're not Bela Lugosi because he died, and just you know do this, and then it's time, and boom, like that's Ooh, all you had to do. Like, Janae, oh, yeah, Janae, woo! 
Yeah. Um, that would have been cool. Yeah. That, been... I, that, that was something little that they could have done to kind of like add to the aesthetic. Because again, they advertised a phantom. And instead, we just got Janai Kai. Yeah. Yeah. Well, who's Ooh, afraid yeah. of Janai Kai? Well, everyone that, everyone that gets kicked by her. So exactly. <laughs> well, I, I was the same way. I I I went with a four. I could have. I was thinking the four point five, but then that middleweight title match and all the shit. You know, two matches later for them to come back, and I was like, oh no, man. And yeah. then killing talent there, like they did with Abdul the Butcher back in '91. I was having nightmares of murders again. I oh god, they killed the other guy again. So I went with a four. Ah, see, see what they should have done if they were going. They should have done is gone full Abdullah and then brought out zombie medics and yes. then had talent uh, had talent and somebody else and Cannonball start fighting each other and then fighting the medics. <laughs> Go full Halloween havoc with it. Well, well, and and to take it one step further, bring out Abdullah the butcher. I, I don't think he's capable of being brought out anywhere at this point in his life. He, he would have uh, been out there, boom, just you know, stabbing people with a fork or something. He would be in a wheel. Him. Someone would be pushing him in a wheelchair, and he would yeah. just be just stabbing, stabbing people. people. Ah, <laughs> ah, ah. Now, you're, not supposed to, you're not supposed to cut that guy. He's in the way, brother. Yeah. Now I'll be honest. This this is the third MLW pay per view that they come back monthly now, and I'll, I'll I'm telling you honestly. It keeps getting better and better. Yeah, this is my like, favorite. Like this, like this, is my favorite. Like the first one was my favorite, the second one was my favorite, and then this is my yeah. favorite out of all of them now. Yeah. So and reasoning they are for this, getting better. Yeah, and reasoning for this one, like the the bell to bell action has yes. been stellar. Like, and again, like our main complaint with the one match we didn't like was the fact that they just didn't let it be a match. They had yeah. to, you know, make it a weird, you know, gimmick thing. And then two, this was really like the first. Uh, pay-per-view or you know live events that they did that seemed to have actual storyline consequences yes like like this uh, every other pay-per-view answered questions and like oh yeah i'm interested to see what's next because alex came won the title but that doesn't really ask a question like it doesn't set up any storylines it's just like yeah boom my day you know it, they didn't like give us a whole lot to move to sink our teeth into and wonder what if coming on for uh, coming forward and now we have at least two big things coming uh, coming up that i you know, as a fan i want to have answers to and that you know what's going on with the kira and the calling and what's going on with the uh, wtf and the bomayes yes like, and then and then two, two great storylines at that too so yeah and then you know we tertiary we have uh selena de la renta promising more luchadors coming in especially for fightland and now I'm interested to see who she's going to bring because I know for a fact uh, uh, Rocky will be back to defend the title. So I want to see who she's going to bring. Hopefully, it'll be a female, you know, this time around. So, right. Oh, and I'm hoping that they stay around for the for the tapings too. And that's something we've kind yeah, of been yes. lacking. <laughs> we've been lacking with our special guests. Is yes. They haven't. They, they they've come in for the pay per view itself, and then yeah. like, which and I then, which I get like. You know, we can't we can't ask for the whole other. month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it it was. It, it, I, it, I like. You loved it. We all loved it. So. Yeah. So we've said about all we can say about fight uh, about yeah fightline fightline's the next one about yes. about slaughterhouse. Yeah, you know, if you guys haven't seen it yet, especially if you already have Fight Plus, check it out. It, it really bell to bell. It was great, and honestly, like the things we we complained about 
are really minor big picture ones. It was nothing that actively ruined our enjoyment of the show. Obviously, we still rated it four, you know, four stars, and we totally pooped on the Falls County Indian match. We didn't say a whole lot about positive about it. Yeah. Um, you know, so like it, it was still like that. Even that was still good. You know, you know, MLW for all of its fa- th- uh, faults. When it comes time to go in the ring, yes. it can go. Yes. Two hours of non-stop action. I was like, okay, I like it. I like it. Wow. So we'll see if they can carry that momentum. But in the meanwhile, I think we've said about all we can with this. Take the hat off so we can do a proper outro. I'm Rob Cammer of the MLW Confusion Podcast. You can find that wherever you happen to get your podcasts. Muffins Martinez. He, we're, we're going audio with this now. You guys are you guys are breaking into the audio business yes. as well. Yeah, uh, so the same the same thing went to, into whatever you listen to podcast, Spotify, Apple, uh, I mean even uh Pandora. Hmm. Yeah, we're definitely we getting into that. So yeah, you, so. and still in YouTube. So we're still here. Urban yes. Wrestling Network, man. Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, MySpace. Hey, we even got a MySpace page. Ah, yes, the good old days. Good old days, man. <laughs> so, and on top of that, be sure you, at least for the YouTube, but be sure to do it for everything else. Be sure to like, subscribe, hit wherever the bell notification happens to pop up on your screen. You know, comment, tell your friends, tell your neighbors. If you hate the show, tell your enemies and they and subject us to them. In the meanwhile, deuces. This is...